Welcome in everyone. It's episode 63 of the 1056 podcast, the Gene Upshaw episode. I know we always do football, but Hard Knocks pre premiered tonight with the Cowboys. This is the last weekend without football into the Super Bowl. Pretty pumped, man. Gene Upshaw. Shout out to him. Uh, shout That's out. Right. Shout out to Gene. Thanks mm-hmm. for all the times where uh, I was able to fill up my gas at your gas station. Um, shout out to Gene's for mm-hmm. allowing me to buy some Arizona iced teas mm-hmm. before headed to work. It's like mm-hmm. my coffee in the morning. Shout out to mm-hmm. Gene's. Did you say Upshaw? Gene Upshaw. Oh, I I take that back. Unrelated, yep. I believe. Very specific geographic reference to people who live in a certain part of Trumbull, Connecticut. <laughs> from like five years ago. <laughs> so we've, we've narrowed that audience down to two people, just us. Here we go. Uh, yeah, dude. We're, this we're is what here. you're going to get late at night, man. Okay. Now, for everyone listening, it's 9.30. So t- it's past it my bedtime. Night. Jeff, the sun... Go- you're... You are 86 because the sun goes down. You're like, oh, man. I'm actually 63, and I'm actually embarrassed that you didn't name the episode after me, the Jeff Marker episode. No, no, no. Episode number 63. That would be downplaying it. I'd be like, wow, this guy's so young. He's 63. No, dude, you're you're 83. You wake up like on a full moon. Forget about it, dude. You've lost your marbles, dude. You wake up at 3 a.m. You want the Denny's special. It's 9.30. So, you know what? I'm going to leave it up to the listeners if that's late or not. I'm saying it's not. I It is. I'm tired Took of shit. Took a sip of water. Took a sip of water. Don't give a shit, man. All right. Here we are, man. <laughs> we have to review beer. I'm going to crack one open. That This is the latest that Jeff's had a beer. And when did you graduate college? <laughs> no. Got him. Got, I, that, that was a joke. I know. I'm No. Okay. All right, couple things. Couple I've had things. a beer past ten once. That's dude. Take it easy, okay? Why don't you take it? Take it easy. I'm trying to be like the kiddos. <laughs> you're trying to be like a kid that's having a beer at ten yeah. o'clock. So you're, yeah, you're, you're promoting you're, underage drinking. Yeah, your uncle, your uncle kind of your uncle kind of slides it under the table. You, you know, know it's like, hey, kid, that one's on me, and you're like, cool, thanks, and then you. So are you 83 or are you a child, man? You your your arc is way out of whack here. Uh, Benjamin Button. Nice. You're an 83 year old baby. That is one old baby. I just I'm nodding my head movie. in agreement. It's just the scene where he's like flexing in the mirror and he's like 70 years old, but he's like eight. The movie freaked me out, man. Never saw it. Never will. Mm-mm. So what's up with J Lo and Ben Affleck? Dude, it's a sham. I am. Team Big Cat in that I believe that A-Rod and J-Lo will be back and they're just on a break. That's all. That's all I'm going to say about that. No further questions. Are you going to do Batman dirty like that? Yes, I will. Because I I don't identify Ben Affleck as Batman. I don't care what you say. You're going to do Daredevil dirty like that? Yes, I will do Daredevil dirty like that. Damn. So anyways, Yeah, We, we got... We got beer news. We yeah, got all the all the Halo dorks out there. Mm-hmm. All the um, Cheeto loving, mm-hmm. mom basement living, yep. Halo grinding, Dry lovers out there. 
ready jet, for jet riding. They uh, need some stealing son of a gun. <laughs> Ty, they heard... no hang in there. Ty, they need something to to calm them down because this same group of people are probably really pissed that Limp Bizkit canceled the rest of their tour. Did they really? So, yeah, so out of safety concerns. So you, we really need to offer some news to these people so they know that there's something worth living for. And I think you know where I'm getting at here. So why don't you drop on it so that people can kind of – this might be a way for them to cope. The fact yeah, that they like, won't be able to go to the shows with their baggy pants. Yeah, that's a perfect transition in that I am going to be riding in the Closer to Free Ride um, next <laughs> month. <laughs> Wanted to get oh, you like absolutely crushed, destroyed that joke. Congratulations. Pepsi Co. and Boston Beer are making an alcoholic Mountain Dew drink. You heard it right. Okay. Evil Twin did it first. I this is the person I have chosen to be my comedy partner. You did. Dude, that's called misdirection, man, because everyone thinks I'm going to say Mountain Dew, and I said something different. Whatever. Whatever I'm you say. The, I'm the funny one, man. <laughs> I'm Jimmy Fallon. He's funny. He laughs all the time. <laughs> he laughs at, yeah, that makes him real funny. And he also just repeats the answers of his guests. Have you ever watched his show? Yeah, he repeats so, the answers of his so guests. I, exactly. There you go. So Mountain Dew's coming out with a hard Mountain Dew. What color that, will it be? Uh, so I don't know the colors, but there's three flavors there's the OG, black cherry, and watermelon. It's zero sugar, 5% ABV. You know, for those people who don't feel like spiking their regular Mountain Dew and getting all the sugar, you want to watch your waist, but you still want to get amped up, the, the, we found the drink for you. We found it. We've crossed that Venn diagram, and that small sliver in the middle is this. When, mom, when, you're, when your mom leaves you with that cute babysitter, but she says, just go hang out, make sure your homework's done. And you kind of like, all right, I'm going to go down and uh, study. And you're like, you boot up Halo 2 and mm-hmm. you pull this Mountain Dew, hard Mountain Dew out of your fridge. And like, I'm going to turn it tonight with the boys. And then you get on and you start yelling homophobic race and racial slurs at each other about each other's mothers. And that's, Whoa. you know, that's that is an image. Um that I wish I didn't form for myself. I actually never mm-hmm. lived that life, Ty. I didn't have an Xbox. Neither did you. So I did, actually. I had a 360 for a minute. Oh, you did have for a minute. But you weren't living that Halo 2 life. No, I wasn't. I just played it in college. That was about it. No regrets. Yeah. Loved it. Loved what is your game. experience with Mountain Dew? Uh, I feel like I had it until I was like 18. And then that was it. Mountain Dew Code Red is garbage. Um, what about Chill Mountain Blue Crisp? Did you just what did you just say? Are you looking up flavors right now? What about the the purple explosion geyser pile? All right, now I don't know, dude. I these are genu- flavors; they're right here on the screen. I I genuinely don't know. If you are making it up, those are. I'm not even trying to be a bit. I don't even know if those are real or not. Are they real? Read a book. I almost don't want to. I want to live in this fantasy that this could be real or not. I don't know. The funny thing is that orange is called orange. 
Yeah, and then the, and then they have like the Mountain Dew Kickstarter. It's just like Mountain Dew is finding its ways to insert itself into but, places where it's not wanted or is like groundbreaking or is like, wow, I wish I thought of that kind of like territory. One time I went to Six Flags with our friend <laughs> with our friend Andrew. Shout out to Andrew. And um, we were on our way home and I had a I had consumed an entire like gallon sized Ziploc bag of Swedish fish mm-hmm. and I chugged some Mountain Dew. And I got carsick with that. And we were right there dropping me off at my house. We were right in front of my house. Like, I could make it. I could make it. Didn't make it. All over his seats. Um, I don't feel like adding alcohol will help with mm-hmm. that. So the next time I go to Six Flags and eat a gallon-sized bag of Swedish fish, adding alcohol to my Mountain Dew will probably set me up for failure. Mm. Kind of. I I don't I don't know what to make of this. Like this article from CNBC is saying that it's to compete with the fact that Topo Chico is creating a hard seltzer. Which like if you don't know what Topo Chico is, it's basically seltzer, uh, but you're just telling everyone that you're better than everyone else. It's like the smart water of seltzer. That's Topo Chico in a nutshell. Uh, and then I also looked because it's Boston beer, right? Sam Adams, truly all of that. I looked at their stock, and I was like, well, this has got to help some way. Turns out, they're down, like, hundreds of dollars a share year to date. Turns out that, like, the pandemic, when everyone was buying more booze because the world was ending, that was that was short-lived. So, Well, because people stopped going to Six Flags, and so they stopped <laughs> drinking Mountain Dew. That is, yeah, I, no, right. stop, stop. They said 100. This is, this is mm. finance analysis. This is stock market uh, breakdowns right here on the 1056 podcast. Right. I'm telling you 100% those that drop in stock value is 100% contributed to the lack of kids going to Six Flags, eating Swedish fish and drinking Mountain Dew and wishing they were back on the Superman ride. And the mind eraser. Oh, oh you have to say that you're not a financial advisor though cuz this I is insider am. trading. I you're am this insider nope, trading. That's fine. Uh, insider. I'm not in on anything. That doesn't make any sense. I am. Like I am giving you real advice right now. I, I'm just telling you how it is. This is life experience time. Don't you get some? Yeah. Just, but you know what? They should make a Swedish fish flavored Mountain Dew flavor. Actually, I'm not going to speak that into existence because I don't want that. And to then make, make it, and then throw alcohol on it. So anyway, like the thing to dovetail of this really fast is that obviously Evil Twin. They create like their own seltzer line. Like they've been doing this. It's like Evil Water, this and that. They've met. They've made a beer called Midtown Dew. Like they've done it. Mountain Dew's reached out to them. Uh, so Yepe, the head brewer, like put it out there, being like, "Hey, they're really curious." And then like it was a cease and desist. There's a lot of this like back and forth between Evil Twin and Mountain Dew, I guess. Um, and this is the reason why they were cool about it, Mountain Dew, and now they weren't. So go figure. Um, I don't know. And that's all legend, by the way. That's all legend in all seriousness. So, so like, comment, and subscribe if you would like us to review I, the hard seltzer for Mountain Dew on 1050 no, Sips. We will like, not Like, comment, that. and subscribe. <laughs> uh, most upvoted comment will get a free high five from mm-hmm. Tyler, and Damn we will it. review the seltzer for Mountain Dew. That is a I, promise, a blood no. promise. I'm cutting my hand with a knife right now, and I'm swearing an oath. 
you are cutting your hand pretty deep and not even reacting. I'm a little bit afraid. Yeah, yeah, you feel it because I, I mean it. You I feel it because yeah. you mean it. I, I feel I feel it. I feel like you don't feel it. I feel only love for the people I'm doing this for. <laughs> I don't know. I will not. I don't even know. if. No, I'll probably try this, but we won't review this. Just a quick um, shout out that when I was naming off Mountain Dew flavors, Tyler was 100% trying to Google these flavors. No, my hands yes, were down. Yes, you were. I know. I nope. saw you clicking and clacking. Hands were down. Hands were down. I trusted mm. you, man. I trusted you. I hope you were right. Because that would mean you were right. a liar. Of course okay, I'm right. Cool. Um, so yeah, follow us on Instagram, 1056PODCAST. Jeff's right. We do a bi-weekly video review series, and we just reviewed Shipyards, Pumpkinhead, Hard Seltzer, technically a beer based on the label, and just watch it. I don't know. Kind of uh, interesting <laughs> review. Or it's great. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't spoil it. Just watch Next it. Next topic, dude. Nothing nothing screams beer in 2021 more than soda flavors and uh as of today august 10th this is coming out august 11th um goose island bourbon county released their variants for 2021 some people's brains melted other people's didn't but the one thing that unequivocally people kept talking about uh was one particular version which was the bourbon county classic cola stout <laughs> what do you think about traditional barrel aged beers going on a cola based slant jeff I'll tell you what i think about this uh, i'm gonna put my feet up on my desk yep i think that this is a huge turning point i think mm -hmm. that what we'll see is a huge rise only to see it stagnate maybe fall redemption occur Mm -hmm. tears tears poured mm -hmm. uh goals shattered mm -hmm. but at that point when all hope seems to be lost a single hero will arise bring salvation and hope to the masses mm -hmm. uh will take down the the antagonist evil that will that has been plighting all um, and these are my predictions that this is, this is actually really important because I think those, the flavors of the stout are, can be contributed to psychological anomalies. Your thoughts? Ditto. <laughs> I actually don't know what you're talking about. I so, actually have no idea. I don't know if that was evident. <laughs> you know, Bourbon County from yes. Goose Island. Cool. That that's honestly yeah. Every year they oh do, they have they, a stout. They, that it, it is a stout. It one is. stout season. I don't have to mark that on my calendar. Yeah, you should. It's one day a year. Um, <laughs> oh no, February thirtieth. Uh, mark it down. So yeah, every year they will release certain variations of the original Bourbon County. It's a barrel aged beer. Comes out every year around Black Friday. Yada yada yada. Um, and this is like the first year where they're actually doing something that's, I guess, kind of off base. Maybe not. I don't know. But it says combining the refreshing nature of a classic cola and picking up the flavor profile from a whiskey cola. We added lime and orange juice and zest. Why did not read that? Plus coriander, cassia bark, nutmeg, brown sugar, and vanilla to bring out the complex characters of the classic drink. 
So people will handle this rationally, A, and people will sell this bottle for $3,000 in 10 years. That, that, those are the only two outcomes. That is it. I don't know how to make of it. Actually, I think my prediction makes more and more sense the more you say. I kind of forgot halfway through, so I'm going to say correct. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I don't I, I don't I don't know. I'm here for it. it, it it's going to push an envelope. People are going to get pissed about it. They're like, I just want my stouts to be barrel aged and put it in Blanton barrels and shit, which they are. That's why I mentioned that. So I try it. It's honestly going to fizzle out after this year because people are going to like hate it. And then the weirdos, like I said, are going to keep it for like 10 years and sell it for a million dollars. So that's it. That's how it's going to happen. People forget about this in a year. Anyway, that's the other. I already forgot about it. There you go. See, news travels fast, as they say. Um, In a more uh, Connecticut based, two more things. Then we're on to the review. Uh, Like I said earlier, in all seriousness, I am riding in the Closer to Free ride. For those of you who don't know, it is the annual uh, bike ride to benefit Yale New Haven Health, Smilo Cancer Hospital. Um, great ride for an amazing things. Um, I'll be doing it in person. Truth be told, got to find a bike. <laughs> I have a month to find a bike. And that's going to be on future me, okay? That's fine. I don't care. I like to put it to the last minute. I'll find it. Every what? if you like, like down below, and mm-hmm. that will be a virtual and metaphorical wish for Tyler to get a bike. The more likes, the more hypothetically he'll do it. You know, get a bike. You'll show up, yeah. and you'll mm-hmm. actually like pedal. But whether yeah. you'll have a bike underneath you will be a mystery to everybody. We don't know, uh, but I will include a link in the our Instagram bio one zero five six p o d c a s t. <clears throat> coughing keeping that in and i also put it as a link in the episode description um tr- like truth be told right you can donate to me like if, if you want and you have the means to like just donate in general i hate to be one of those people who are like here's my thing like support like do it support me i really haven't been doing much effort for it the race is in a month support do it i'm part of team craft beer help out or don't those are your options. It would be great if you supported me. If not, I'm not gonna hold it against you. I will. You, you little bitch, dude. I really okay. Why not? Yeah, dude. So why don't you support me, Jeff? There's no way I'm gonna know. So there's, there's, my thread is empty. Well, you're not gonna know what if they donate or not. Oh, that's so I could sit here and be, I could sit here and be like, I'll judge you, but I won't know. And I, I tell know. you, I, I'm going to be neutral about it. So it's not like I'm, I'm not going to assume that you did it. I'm not going to assume that you didn't yeah. do it. I'm going to sit here and mm-hmm. be neutral. And mm-hmm. if I find out anything, I will act accordingly. But until then, nothing changes, Ty. Everything stays the same. As much as the universe is expanding and slowing down, things mm-hmm. tend to stay stagnant, which is kind of nuts. Dude, we're just floating on a big marble. We have one foot in order and the other in chaos, man, and we're just trying to make sense of the balance. Are you Tommy Chong? Dude, I need to go to bed. (laughs) It is 9.47, and we still have a whole nother beer to review. Um, So, yeah, again, 
we're I want to see how long I can push Jeff before he gets stubborn and just hangs up. I just want to see it recorded his just like slow, tired breakdown of being like, fine. He's either gonna absolutely love this beer or he's absolutely gonna hate this beer. There's no I in between. Even, I forget I forget what type of beer it is, too. I don't even know. Not gonna tell anyone. That's the whole point. Not even to tell my co-host. Um so yeah, that, that I'm really I'm actually really excited. Um I encourage you to do it. I'm pumped. Been training for three years for this. Just kidding, but I'll do it. Uh, last thing, real fast, Tribus. They are celebrating their three-year anniversary. Uh, like I said, one of our favorite breweries in the state right now. Uh, shout out to Will, who is like one of the first individuals from a brewery to reach out to us like two and a half years, like two years ago, really. Um, great guy. I've... Fallen, I'm still wearing my wristband that Will gave me from Travis from like two plus years ago. Haven't taken it off except for like rare, rare, rare occasions. So I'm committed to he it. He actually, but- when he when Tyler proposed to his fiance, mm-hmm. he first pre- presented the Tribus wristband mm-hmm. and went, oh, no, that's got it confused. for me. Dude, that's no, for me. You, you, you presented it and got it yeah. confused and went, oh. Sorry, I thought this was the ring. It's just so beautiful. Took the wristband back, gave her the actual ring. It's not uncommon to confuse Tribus's rubber wristbands with a uh, several thousand dollar engagement ring. Yes, absolutely correct. I was wearing it at the time of proposal. So you can say Tribus was a part of it. And he will be wearing it on his wedding day. I'll, I'll make sure. I probably won't. Awkward. They heard what I said. I'll make sure of it. I'm not going to wear it, dude. I'm not going to do it. Anyway, three year anniversary. Uh, I'm really excited. I will most likely be there. So if you listen to this between now and Saturday, say what's up. Just add it to the list of the two people who have recognized me from the show. Jeff's a tad bit jealous. He's looking at me side-eyed. Oh, no, I'm just tired. I'm trying to keep my eyes okay. open. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to create something here. Um. So, yeah, there you go. That was it. That those are the four headlines. Now let's move in to the beer. That is it for news, events, what have you. So as you can tell by the title, we are reviewing a beer from Berlinetta. Uh, I want to say maybe the newest in the state, if not one of the newest in the state. Probably not the newest in the state. I think there's one that was. They said the they've been around since the seventies. Dude, the location opened. Maybe the beer was around. Maybe it's like a holes thing. I asked how long they've been around, and they're like, since the 70s. I'm like, I'll take your word for it. I don't know. That's the beauty of this. Anyways, keep going. So the location and the brewery as we know it is one of the newest in the state. And we went there. We finally did it. It's like really close to where I live. And I was like, okay, we have to to go to this. So really cool place. We're going to review the beer. We're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back. Right back. Damn it. And we're back. We're back with Berlinetta Brewing Bridgeports. I was trying to think of a simile for two with the word B, with the letter B starting up, but I couldn't do it. It's fine. Uh, Well, Um, bye. Damn it. Sure, you could. It could help me out ten seconds ago, Jeff. I'm kidding. I mean, you gave up really quick. To be honest, you didn't even give it a little 
little chance for me to come in and save your life it's like you were drowning and just like come help and then shoot yourself in the face yeah you didn't even try wait was i drowning or did i shoot myself in the face exactly you were on your way towards death and and i could have saved you from drowning but you shot yourself so it's too late fair enough uh yeah so we are here with uh one of the beers here we're gonna get into the label later it's just called vienna now on untapped there are two vienna lagers one called rosso vienna and another one called dark piva so i'm not really sure which one's which but i'm not gonna step on your toes jeff as far as the label goes so some background here, Berlinetta, I've seen the name around for like, I want to say like two years. It was announced that there was another brewery coming to Bridgeport besides Brewport. Um, and I was just kind of like waiting and waiting and then COVID happened and obviously like they were still getting things together. So I didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, I'd always thought it was like a very uh, like nothing crazy type of brewery. That's kind of how it was pitched when I first heard about it a couple years ago. Um, and it finally opened. I want to say it opened up like a month or so ago-ish, kind of, month or two in the summer. We'll say the summertime. Yeah, it opened up in the summertime. That's pretty big Summertime. That's right. Um, so yeah, they are two brothers. I was actually watching the Something's Brewing segment that they did not too long ago. Um, it's two brothers, and the name Berlinetta came from... I believe it was Chris's first car, which was a Chevrolet, uh, a Camaro, 1986 Chevrolet Camaro Berlinetta. Uh, I encourage you to read the whole story. I'm not going to like read the whole caption, but basically saying like it was a great car and that was the name when his brother they can, wanted. They can, they can use that name. Sure. It's not really like specific enough, and the cars discontinued. So, um, yeah, I I don't I think that's okay. You know, All right. it's like I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head, but I can't think of any. Um, so yeah, really cool backstory uh, as to where the brewery came from. So there you go. So that's that's what we know. And they also have an artwork of Cliff Clavin from Cheers, uh, a show that's very near and dear to my heart. Love that show. Love the painting. I encourage you to check them out on social media. Berlinetta Brewing, B-E-R-L-I-N-E-T-T-A-B-E-B-R-E-W-I-N-G. Now that is a little bit about the place itself. Now let's go into the brewery. Jeff, you and I went there. So we did go there, and we're just going to get right into it because we had a great time. We met up. It was you. It was me. It was your fiance and my girlfriend. And we met up because we were celebrating an accomplishment of your fiance's. Congratulations to her. She did it. Uh, she, she did, did it. it. She she did the thing that was taking for so long, and she so probably long. won't stop at all. So that's pretty cool. Go her. <laughs> uh, all right. And we were celebrating. My girlfriend got a new job, so there was another reason to celebrate. Noise. And uh, we walk in, and it's a beautiful, very modern looking place lots of plants uh the bar the where the taps are are right in front of you when you walk in it's very clean very white very wooden and we get our beers and what are you sharing oh here we go yeah yeah a little refresher um and they have a little section 
where they have some vinyl records that are actually on sale, which is pretty cool. Um, like yeah. it was like a very small, like just a couple shelves and they have a listening station. So you can either buy the records if you want them, or you can just take them over to the listening station. You can listen to some, they're all classic records. Some of them were original pressings. I'm getting a little nerdy here. Um, that was cool. Dork. And so I thought that was a little, I thought that was going to be the extent of like, this is what makes this trip special, like for the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> So we sit down, we got, we got our beers. I, I got the Pilsner, which was very good. Yeah, I um, got the lager, also very good. And uh, we sit down, we're chatting it up, having fun. And these two women come up to us. And they look at me and they go, are, hell, hi, are you Pickle Jeff? Straight up like that. Now, now before Ty. Before you go into that, go, you, you, okay, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. No, I'm going to keep going. So you, you better like, going. all right. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just saying before, you know this about me. There's very little that will catch me off guard. It's very true. I've seen I will be off guard. I- not a lot of he Jeff is very good at rolling with the punches. He goes right into whatever the people are talking about. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'll be surprised. I'm always surprised. I mean, I like being surprised. Here's a great. But I'm usually you- I'm usually with it. Here's a great example for you going to. We were at the casino one time and we met a guy with the traditional uh, Russian style hat, you know, curled up. If you can imagine it. And he was talking about when he got arrested for something crazy. Not only that, pulled out the newspaper clipping of his arrest and was showing us. And Jeff did not skip a beat the entire time. Didn't blink an eye. I was like, who is this guy? Jeff kept on going with it. I don't I don't care who he is. I just want to know more. You know, just kind of go with it. (laughs) They caught me so off guard because half of it was like, what are you talking about? And the half of it was like my name. So I was, uh, was like, well, I am Jeff. And so, and they recognized you because uh, they knew that you wore a button down a lobster shirt. So we'll yeah. just get to it. The reason they, they, I was recognized is that, was it four years ago? Uh, yeah, four years ago. Four years ago, we, we rocked out to, at Two Roads Oktoberfest, which we will be doing again this year. On Saturday. The Saturday. On the Saturday of that weekend. On the 18th. Um, and we had a grand old time. Like a, a great time. That was I had, one of the best ones. Yeah. And we we, we connected, I, well, I did, I guess, with uh, a family. Um, mm-hmm. And <laughs> I ended up in all their family photos. Yes, um, <laughs> And I I... I I remember a lot of that night more than more than my more than my condition would have let on, but it does get kind of blotchy at some points. I do remember um, uh, I was talking to uh, one of the family members. Her name is Katie, and we we connected with the family. And I ended up I remember doing the hammer. We didn't talk about this at the brewery, but I remember doing the hammer smash bell game what do you call that <laughs> yeah the bell you hit the hammer it rings the bell yeah uh i remember i think it was of the big family members i think he was like the dad i guess <laughs> he taught me how to do that um and then i ended up in their pickup truck with all of them and mm-hmm. we all went to the milford irish festival yes and there i drank more and then I ended up at a at a bar with that. I I I dude, I'm telling you, 
I this is just that was me. Like we just talked about going with the punches. I don't. And the thing is, Ty, is that there's a lot of people out there who have like a plenty, plenty, plenty of their drunk, crazy stories. I don't. Cause I don't, I don't go, I don't like being out of control too much. And, but ever so often I'll just be like, this is the situation. I am good here. I'm just going to let go. Maybe something happened that day. Who even knows? Mm -hmm. And, um, I have, we have, I have a handful of stories, which we're not going to get into, but there are, you know, of them. I had a handful Mm -hmm. where it just things go. And I just go with the punches. I'm just going to hang in there. And, um, apparently for four years, for four years, they had this like ongoing, I don't want to say joke because I'm not taking offense to it. I'm like, I'm not like a joke to them. And I know I, I felt that. So I'm not. Am I a joke I, to you? <laughs> but I was like this ongoing joke in the family of like this person who's in all of these family photos looking like one of the family. And yes. I guess that day it was like around when that episode of Rick and Morty came out and this pickle rick so we were talking about it and i ended up with the nickname pickle jeff four years later we end up at a brewery randomly on a day in bridgeport and here they are also we didn't like plan on going like it was very like day before they were like oh yeah let's do berlin edit like that like it wasn't like this pre-recorded thing it like to add more i thought that wouldn't matter not that would matter it's not like we were contact with these people Exactly, but I'm just saying, like the pure randomness of this just like escalated that far. The um, the kindness of the whole situation, like yes, like I like you said, I was very caught off guard, and I didn't know exactly what to do. Um, so I, you guys were like, you guys laughing made it a lot easier because it gave me time to think. As everyone was I'll just kind laughing. of like that was that actually worked in my favor because <laughs> it gave it me a second was, um it was awesome but the kindness that they had because they kind of do like i know this is strange but like here's a photo of you with us and i went oh shit <laughs> yeah the kicker was that a shout was, out and you were wearing a lobster shirt and i was like okay i was like what the fuck yeah uh, well because they had like, photos that's it's not like they I'm, had that crazy of a memory it's just they kept true. they have all these photos accessible of us <laughs> hanging out with I, the that, family that well that was like the initial kicker because i was like pickle jeff she's like yeah were you at like two roads Oktoberfest four years ago and i was like well yeah we probably were. And, like, it was like a slow build to it so i was like holy shit and she's like you did the stein holding i was like Okay, I definitely was there. So, mm-hmm. um, well, there I was there. Uh, uh, I guess like behind the eyes, couldn't tell you. Uh, yeah. So, was, so I just want to give a quick shout out to everybody <laughs> to like thanks for being so cool and thanks for not uh, thanks thanks for not. I know that was might have been weird, but thanks for not making it super weird. That that ended up being a really fun thing, and uh, <laughs> now now that will be, ever be a thing. Well, Pickle obviously Jeff. they liked you because they could have just totally ignored you or been like aggressive. Big, yeah, yeah, but they weren't. They were no, super. No, crazy. I was in the family. Yeah, I was in the family. My girlfriend was actually saying later is like, that's a, such a Jeff thing to do is to one of your like not blackout but one of your super drunk stories is you just get super wholesome and become one with a family yeah yeah and i was like i guess fair enough if i was gonna do that i guess (laughs) i would i guess i would do that typical jeff (laughs) no yeah so like that day was like i think how it happened was that we were sitting at 
one part of a table and they were on the other side and with their group being so big and our group being so big it like naturally sort of like fused together and like we were we like were sitting out. next to each other and we kind of yeah, like overlapped that, yeah so that was it so like there was like periods because like jeff jeff was just like boom part of the family obviously so he had to leave my family and then <laughs> go to his family yeah he just fucking shoop, see ya uh and like there was just like periods of the day i just like saw him around and it's just like what is happening he's like i'm going to the milford irish festival it's like well, i guess we are too so we uh-huh. we talk about that i think i think i don't know if we told it to the um people that we met but uh when we were driving from two roads to that event we had like the coolest uber that like to this day is still the coolest uber this guy had like blue and green like lights up it was like a crazy disco theme he had like a huge center console of like candy and like drinks and shit it was really weird and the guy was but the guy was like very very cool and we still talk about that like to this day so there's just so many like things that are brought back to that one Oktoberfest. so the main point is thanks to roads thanks you know i and i've said this before like that's one of the reasons why no limits is one of my favorite beers it's just the memory association with Mm -hmm. that beer makes it my it's all right we'll be there again on the 18th they said they're going to be there again on the 18th so that's cool and we'll probably meet up and it'll be hilarious um and if you're going come find us and Mm -hmm. let's have a great we'll take family photos yeah become part of our family when you're here your family that you know olive garden and 1056 podcast all right let's 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 go back. Let's regroup. <laughs> and I want your thoughts on the actual brewery because as far as I'm yeah. concerned, except for the vinyl thing, which personally I found cool because I collect vinyls and I was Dude. like that, that was, that was kind of like a fun little thing. Yeah. I was like, all right, at least it's not made of brick. True. I didn't at least, at least it's not like actually the, brick the, on the outside. Mm. Yeah. But, so, but not in the inside. The inside was like, had this guy, modern art feel yes so here is my thought also by the way so speaking of the brewery i met olga from there super nice and i also met one of the owners chris i didn't formally introduce myself but i was like hey i do 1056 we're gonna review you guys i, I don't know if i said that but like oh we'll cover you guys I'm like oh okay um i honestly like it for the specific reason kind of like what you were saying it doesn't feel like it's a retrofitted location for a brewery like it doesn't feel like it was like okay this was something else and this was kind of like shoehorned in as a brewery like this feels like this was almost created as like something to a place to like hang out brewers uh, beer is brewed there it's concrete floors it's exposed pipes like i almost like that minimalist industrial kind of look with the light wood accents like they're obviously going for and the plants and the plants right little dash of color a little bit of that scandinavian minimalism i am not an interior designer i just know these things man i'm the smartest man on earth anyway i've been um, reading books so the whole aesthetic i i really like Right? Is it anything like earth shattering? Like, whoa! Like, no. But it it is like a really cool spot. Like, that's a spot I want to go back to. And I think they kind of like hit the nail on the head. They wanted to stick to a theme. They did it. In my word, I think they accomplished that. And like, that is it. I think like they've they've kind of like established a theme, and it 
turned out really well. It's nothing here's very chattering. Here's what I'm thinking. There has only been one brewery that I have been to in the state that I would say was in its design was quote unquote close to earth shattering. Which was? Asylum. Oh, that was pretty cool. The rest of them? At this point, Ty, I'm almost like it is what you, they're they're all the same. Give or take. The Beerics we gave a little bit of like we had we always described as having that basement feel in the best of ways. Yeah, but, cool. But outside of that, I feel like the more breweries we see, the more breweries we go to, it's just kind of like that's what it is. That is the look of a brewery. Not many people are going out of their way to make the look of their brewery be different, but just make sure that their beer is on point, which is, I guess you really should be focusing on your product more than that anyways. However, you know, we sit here and we talk about, well, what was it like there? I'm like, well, it's like most other places, give or take a few aesthetics. Um, so I'm just thinking about that. That's just me getting a little meta up here. I also like the DJ booth. I feel I like that aesthetic as well, like the music aspect of it too, because that's like part that of the was brewery. Cool. I mean, I mean that's part of it, and that's something that's unique. I think like not just like the fact that you can buy records there, which was cool, but they had like a DJ there. They they had like a group there over the weekend. They had someone here. Um, Most of the records were between fifteen and twenty dollars, except they had a original pressing copy of Black Flags Damaged for two hundred dollars. The thing was is that it was sitting there just in the bin. Mm-hmm. And Mar and I were just, you were just, what? Why is it $200? I don't know, man. I know okay. it's an original pressing and it's an influential punk. Do you want to put on your, black, uh, your thick black glasses that you usually wear while you're Dude, over taking here. the first pressing? Uh, yeah, but they, they had $200, they though. There it is. Um, but I did like the fact that they brought in someone to like do their own set. Like it, it was like a um, two-person group, I guess. Zeno, wow. What Zeno are you talking about? Over the weekend, Berlinetta. They had like people come in and like perform their music there as like a oh, set, cool. like a small set. So like little things like that. You're you're kind of right. You know, like at, at a certain point, like every brewery is going to start to look a little bit like each other unless you go like absolutely in a different direction. Um but it's the nuances. This is going to sound so douchey. It's the nuances, man. No, but it's really the things that like you will remember, like having records for sale. I, I don't think there's another brewery in Connecticut that has this kind of setup, which is how I really like it. Like the, the design, the aesthetic and all of that, right? Maybe some other places do it. But like the whole like record aspect, the whole music aspect, I think one of the brothers owned a recording studio for about 10 years. So that kind of plays into it as well. I really kind of like that. You take your own flair from a previous profession and you bring it into this. Like that's that's pretty cool, and I honestly respect that. Like that's something that will stick out to me. It's not just like here it is. We were home brewers that wanted to make beer. It's like no, there's also like another angle to it. Anything beyond that, like that's kind of cool. I always right. appreciate that. So let's get to this beer. Yes, uh, this uh, tie. I'm skipping the can design. Why? Dude, I'm not going to sit here and review a generic label that, and then they write the name of the beer in Sharpie. Wow. That's fine. They don't have to come up with original designs for every beer. Heck, they don't even come up with some original names sometimes with their 
for their beers. So I, on, I'm sitting here. It's got a go it's yellow. It's got a wolf on it. it. Says Berlinetta, and underneath it says Vienna and Sharpie. Boom. Okay. See, this is Nailed I was thinking it. about this. This is like that 60s, 70s aesthetic. It is utilitarian. It tells you what it is. It gets the job done, and everything else can get the hell out of here. I'm trying not to pop a stitch. I almost did. We're good. No one asked why I have stitches. It, I didn't do anything stupid. Hold on. No, we're good. I gotta wa- I gotta watch my arm movements. Keeping all that in. Don't give a shit. Um, it's all just the beer. That's it. I almost respect it. <laughs> I I honestly don't mind. I, mean, I don't right. I don't disrespect it. It's just not much to talk about. So I'd rather just get to the beer itself. Dude, you let's know what do I mean? it. I haven't done a beer ASMR in a non-1050 Sips episode in a long time, but here we are. Suck it to me. You're you're doing a glass? (laughs) Duh, dude. All right, hold on. Nice. I'm doing it out of the can for a variety of reasons. One, because I don't want to get up, and two, for uh, uh, I'll review for the canned perspective. Mm, oh 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 interesting <laughs> okay all right uh dark amber i would say yeah i would say like a darker oh yeah i definitely see that amber ish style um it's a lager style it doesn't really give you any like uh details on the can as you probably would imagine right so any uh if you're curious what's inside of it your guess is as good as mine we'll just have to taste it and find out so I'm gonna try and use some context clues here to try and determine. Did you taste which it? Vienna. Uh, I just took a little sip, but I'm trying to determine which Vienna it is because there's technically two Vienna style lagers. There's Rosso Vienna and Dark Piva, like I was saying. On their Instagram, they do show on August 1st that they down they now have limited time takeaway four packs of Berlinetta Rosso Vienna Lager, but this looks way lighter than that this lager almost looks like a dark brown in the photo not in the glass so i'm gonna assume that this is dark piva the vienna style lager results from the careful combinations of vienna munich and pilsner malts were you say something yes but go ahead i stop oh (laughs) it's a nutty malty cousin of the pilsner with the fuller body and richer flavor yet still possessing the dry finish of all berlinetta beers berlinetta uh give us a uh quick message tell us if tyler is right or an idiot those are the only two options there's no wrong you know what i'm okay with that i like this i honestly do too so to go into the beer a little bit more let me take it out of the glass again yeah i think i get the dry finish um I think very much the. I think the reason why I like these beers is that it's not trying to do anything wild and crazy. There's no fucking Coca Cola or Mountain Dew in this. It's just the style, couple different styles of malts, right? Nothing that you have to like fight through to get to. No, it's easy. It's five point two percent if we're doing the dark people. <laughs> um yeah i i honestly this is the michael this is the michael bolton of loggers it's easy listening Mm, nice that was a pretty good one i also i liked when he did um the lonely island collab that was also very easy listening 
yeah, I'm assuming that's what you're thinking. That, that if if Berlinetta did a collab and spiced up this beer with some with something else from somebody else, then I would say that's that's the comparison. But mm. this on its own is a Michael Bolton esque beer. Yeah, uh, I th- I think that's the best way to put it. I would say Doobie Brothers, right? Because I also love the Doobie Brothers. I would say it's like Earth, Wind, and Fire, a little bit more in tune to our theme. Um, and just copy and paste anything there. It's the Michael Bolton of beers. You got those all work. That's a free one. I'm gonna go with Michael Bolton because I feel like I'm stealing your thunder there. It's a Michael Bolton of beers, man. That's fine. Berlin, feel free to use that. Yeah. Uh, mm. Make sure you stock up your vinyl collection with Michael Bolton records. Just it's gonna be like Michael Bolton day, and they're just gonna take like a first press of like a Michael Bolton vinyl. It'll be like the same price as a normal vinyl of Michael. Bolton. I talk about I talk about this a lot with you, so if, yeah. But shout out to Michael Bolton for not selling enough tickets in our Trump our Trumbull concert concert series concerts. Uh, Trumbull would run some concerts um, that we could go to in our little one of our parks, and we'd get some big people like Chicago. Chicago is great. Lifehouse, if anyone remembers Sticks, remember Lifehouse. Yeah. Um. And Michael Bolton was scheduled to come on, and apparently couldn't sell enough tickets in Trumbull, Connecticut. Yikes! Hate to see it, but so, it's like easy listening, easy drinking. Dude, this is super enjoyable. Um, that's an that's an easy that you can have in the summertime. Summertime. This is very delicious. I almost get like a little bit of like. Okay, so I'm gonna go more into the banana. A little bit. A little bit. I was gonna Dude, say I, I don't. I, I don't have taste buds, man. It's fine. That's that's good. You just throw out the word banana just because you like banana. Uh. <laughs> uh, I get like a little like fruity acidity, right? Yeah, I think that's what I meant. Very quick. That's fine, dude. The more here's a little trick I found. The more vague you are about a flavor profile, if it's like a like this tastes like tire, right? Pretty pretty general, but also kind of specific. As long as you're in that sweet spot, no one can tell you you're wrong. East like tire? I'm not saying this does. I'm saying, for example. What have you had that tastes like a tire? A tire? You have to try everything. You know, you, have, you have to. You really want to make sure your palate's on point, huh? Dude, this is life of a Whatever system. happened to the term on fleek? Um, I think it died. I think it just died, and it never came I think came it became back. a joke of itself. I think we finally did something right in society. I think that's what we did. We got rid of it, and that was that. Huh. Um, so this beer is on fleek. Oh, God. What? You know what? That's your. That's the subtext. The Michael Bolton of beers. This beer is on fleek. I said if fleek. that's not the actual episode name of this, I don't fucking know what it is. <laughs> Dude, we got to put um, Michael Bolton in the photo. Uh, okay, I could do that. I yeah, could, yeah, yeah. I could definitely do that. Um, yeah, I have him have a speech bubble saying it's on fleek. I'm just gonna like put him in. I'm gonna make a very complicated photo and just throw him somewhere in the background, and it's up to you to find it. So That's that'll fair. be on our Instagram. Find my couple days. Where's one zero five six P O D C A S T one zero five six? Yeah, I said it right. So what are you um, feeling for this tie? What are you feeling for this beer? I'm still debating it. Um, so what I was saying before, a little of the acidic fruit up front, uh, nice multi finish, um, 
pretty full. Sometimes I feel like some of these loggers either are washed out or they're too like like aluminate, like almost like aluminum. I get that more with Pilsners. You get that like aluminum aftertaste. Um, but oh, like overall, this is really good. I think like the Gold Coast Lager, which is an amber lager, very enjoyable. And I really enjoyed this. I think this what is What did you like, like better? Ooh, good question. I would almost say this. <gasps> this is more memorable. Like, I like the lager, but I'm trying to like, come back to it. Um, I like this. I'm glad I got a four-pack of this. Like, I, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, one more sip, I'll get my review. I think I know I'm going to give it. I'm going to go with a pretty high score i'm just gonna go with a solid four i'm doing four four two five i went up i went up one did it wow did all right i'll up. drop the average down to four i'm giving it a three seven five all right well, five. that is totally fine what did you and like I, about it jeff i think i liked how easy it is to drink i think i liked that i think we both tasted some kind of fruit like essence mm. um mild don't get this confused but that's like the catching point with this i don't know if it's supposed to be we could be wrong but it's there that we tasted it so there's that um and uh i like these style of beers i like lagers i like when lagers are as easy to drink as this um so that's why i gave it the score it's also not doing anything you know this this won't be memorable to me. I don't think so. I don't think like if you ask me later, oh, what beer did you review from Berlinetta? I'm like, oh. I don't know. Yeah. I just I could just see that happening already. Um, yeah, but I if there. I go there, I will recommend this to people. If I'm with people, I will get this myself. And that is why it's getting a nice solid above highly above average. Yeah. 3.75 out of five. You know, it's funny. I almost got the stout for this because they just released the tropical stout and I'm kind of kicking myself, but it's something that I want to try. I feel like I can, by having two of their beers, I can tell. And something that I really am going to like about Berlinetta is that lagers and those kind of beers are hard to make and not a lot of breweries make them because they're easy to fuck up. Like I've heard that in interviews. I've heard breweries, brewers talk about that. Uh, there's nothing to hide around. You can't overhop it. You can't throw an adjunct in it. It is a lager, and that's it. So the fact that they've done a really good job of nailing this gives me uh, extra appreciation for them as a whole. Not just once, but twice. There's two different lagers that I've had. I've enjoyed both of them. I don't think that's coincidence. I think that just shows them that they just know what they're doing. I am very excited to see where this goes. Um maybe like we'll do a set there and we'll just play some bongzilla throwing it out there i don't know if they've pressed any vinyls but maybe we'll do like a black metal night just to kind of feel the vibe Bong- out. all right we could do bongzilla a little gorgoroth yeah uh, a little cattle decapitation uh right. inf- infant annihilator mm-hmm. uh my favorite band one of my favorite bands especially by their name casket huffer Okay. Yeah. Is a is a favorite of mine. Uh, I love mm-hmm. Oxygen Destroyer. They're a great band. We should get Guar in there. I feel like we Guar, should. Guar. Guar yeah, would be no, happy. T- I talk to those guys every day. They'd be happy to play at Berlinetta. Um, 
<laughs> portal portal if you ever just check just google the metal band portal from australia imperial triumphant google those guys i'm not saying for musical reasons this is for theatrical oh. reasons i mean musically i it, whatever you want but check it out <laughs> they're, they're rock um, berlinetta overall i would say berlinetta way to go good job i don't know if you need validation from us but good <laughs> nobody job. does Ty. Ty, nobody needs this don't tell me that dude i need this. only only we i need, need this, this. I no need one outside this. of us needs this no one's also <laughs> listening at no one is listening at this point um so yeah that's it honestly really appreciate um the hospitality there great time and shout out to Pickle Jeff, dude. This one's for oh, Pickle Jeff. Hey, oh, you, cheers, everybody. He didn't expect that one. Thank you so much again. Um, if you, anyone is listening, the link for Closer Free Ride will be in our Instagram profile, uh, 1056PODCAST, and in the description of this bio. And that is it. That's Berlin Adam, man. Haven't done a brew review in a minute. And we have a brand new 1050 Sips coming out next week. I am so excited for it. I'm just kidding. I have no idea what the beer is going to be. I have a couple in my fridge. Tell Jeff. A couple in my uh, fridge. Oh, you have a couple in your fridge too? I'll show you later. Oh, shit, dude. But as always, we always say, my friends, raise hell, praise Dale, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.